Don't let the Braves get hot as they just now got three nothing base hit down the line, turned into a double. And my man says, not only am I touching second, not only am I touching third. You know what? I'm just gonna ruin all y'all feelings, and I'm touching home plate too. And that's before my my man said, don't let Freddie get hot, cause he dropped another free bomb. He's giving free home runs out here in this place. Charlie loves it. Chelsea loves it. We all love it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. How y'all feeling, bro? And that's old man Nick Markakis. Nick Markakis. That scored from first base. How you feeling about that? How are you feeling? Let's go, Braves. We don't want the Dodgers out here in these parts. They trash for a reason. How you feeling about those Doyers? Let's go, baby. Eh, it's alright. <laughs> so, 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 Tuesday night football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. man, play baseball. See, see, you see what he's doing? You see what he's doing? He's not even acknowledging anything I just said because he's a hack. He's a clown. He's no, done he, for. He's over like, the moon. <laughs> you don't like Tuesday night football? Like, Tuesday night football is an interesting flex. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, it is, but there's baseball on, so, you know, and since my sense of passing and playing, that game is a small interest, but... It's, it's an interest. I mean, Allen already has a touchdown and an interception. Um, that's upsetting, and I feel bad for Katie, who's a big-time Bills fan, and we don't like seeing Bills fans upset in these streets. Normally, I'd agree, but these Bills fans are being are getting a little too cocky. So, you know, know all y'all know that this guy right here, James, he had the audacity, the greatness to pick the Chiefs. And what happened? The Chiefs said, you know what, James? I don't know why you pick us. We trash. We garbage out here in these streets. Because their car is going to go beep, beep, scoop, scoop. And he's going to kick our ass. So now... Mr. James is Mr. 3 and 2 out here in these streets. So you lucky. You're lucky I picked the Bucks. You are so lucky. But but you know what? Maybe the rest of the way, I might play it safe just to hurt your feelings. Well, I still have, still have time. And judging by week six, it doesn't... These games don't look... A lot of these games don't look promising. You know what? Maybe I'll pick, maybe my picks the rest of the way will be whoever's facing the Jets or the Giants. Because those teams are garbage. Well, I will tell you this. I'm going to go up on the front street. I'm going to pick the Miami Dolphins to beat the New York Jets. So that is my pick. Ooh. Oh, we have never had a Tuesday pick before. Never. We have never had this early pick before. You know what, yeah, Jets? I take that back. You're not a trash team. You're a fantastic individual. I think you have promise. You know, I think that, you know, um, Joe Flacco has shown himself to be an incredible human being. That he even turned back the clock and did something I don't think he even did with Baltimore. He ran the ball for at least 30, 40 yards, you know? So, I, didn't pick, I didn't pick the Jets. What's wrong with you? That's, I said Dolphins. That, that's my point. That's my point. Well, I know you don't so, have to make your pick so, now. So, you so, so, I... 
Of course, you don't tell the winner what to do. You don't tell the leader what to do. What do you think this is, sir? But technically, you are not a winner because you lost. So. But, but I'm a leader. You are the leader, but you're not a winner. Same thing. Same thing. It's it's same thing. Because I'm the lead, so I'm winning. I'm winning. And I'm the defending champion. Oh. For now. Guys, if you're in the lead, aren't you winning? So, yes. Therefore, suck it, buddy. We do want to give a big thank you for for Cassie. Absolutely. Cassie Dunahoo, that was fantastic. And... I checked the numbers again. We're now at 38 listeners. So it hasn't even been a full 24 hours without her being on the pod. And 38 different people chose to listen to this podcast episode. So I want to say thank you. Absolutely. Like, thank you everyone so much. We really appreciate it. And Hal Steinbrenner was on the K show. Oh and God, he doesn't that was and, and he doesn't think that the Yankee season was a failure. He thought the goal was a failure, but he didn't think the season was a failure. Honestly, you're wrong, Hal. The season was a failure. Your goal was to win a World Series and you failed at that. So it's a failure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a failure. The whole thing was a failure. Yeah, I I don't get how people can think things like that. Like like I said yesterday, every team has certain goals. Marlins, this season was not a failure. This season was a huge success. success. A huge success. They won a series. Huge success. For, um, for, for the Marlins. The, but for the, the Yankees, Blue Jays, the this Blue season, Jays, the Ra- the this Ra- season. Those, is, are, those teams, that's a success. For teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Astros, teams that are, are supposed to be winning world championships, that's a failure. That's a failure. Well, as I was trying to say before, you know, getting interrupted. Sorry. Yeah. He, he, was, he, was like, he, was like, he was like, I'm not going to care about Nick's feelings. I'm just going to talk over him, you know. That's, that's, that's super cool. But, um... For for the Yankees, this season is an absolute failure. And I'm sick and tired of hearing this on-paper stuff. Who cares? This paper play, last time I checked, you can't throw numbers at batters. It's up to the 26 men that are in the clubhouse. Same for basketball, same for hockey, same for football. The nerds are not playing. Not even the coaches are playing. It's up to the men in the uniform that make the billion, jillion, chameleon dollars. They are the ones that can control the games. Not Cashman, not the coach, not the nerds. It's the players. So people got to start recognizing that. And people got to stop being like an idiot. Absolutely. Ooh, let's go! Let's go, bases loaded, hit, let's go, let's go. Atlanta Braves are here to stay, cause the Dodgers suck, they really, really suck. 17L, 18L, last year L, 
and let's just hope it keeps continuing. But today we got another doubleheader of the podcast because I'm not gonna ship one podcast and ship another. So, so for the first fifty minutes, we got our boy, our second returnee. This is a double returning night, but Brian Munguia, produced for ESPN. And then hour two of the pod, another returning, Mr. Kevin Kernan. So we're going to talk heavy Yankees. In the first half, unfortunately, we are going to have to talk a little, you know, Lakers because I guess, you know, the NBA season is over, so I guess some team won a championship. And it wasn't the team I wanted, so who cares? It wasn't the team I wanted, so who cares? Lakers get dope, bang, baby. That's what it is. The season's over. The season's over, boy. And and the weird part about that was, I kept hearing, do it for Colby. I only heard that being brought up once. Someone said only one question was brought up on that. LeBron didn't even mention that. What the hell? What the hell? Everyone else says doing it for Kobe, but the Lakers don't even bring it up themselves. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Like, come on, man. What are we doing in here? So the only reason why you cared, why you cared, and nothing was even brought up about it. That's stupid. I'm sorry. That's completely, completely dumb. But of course, our first topic of questions for both guests will be their thoughts on Whitey Ford. Before, before we get to the rest of the points of the conversation. And then after we talk Whitey for Brian, I'll let you lead that ridiculous basketball conversation because, you know, I want no part in reminding the people how lucky they got to win another NBA Finals. That's right, I said it. You're just, you're just a bad guy. I don't understand why. It's not my fault you're voting against the Braves. What, what in the hell is wrong with you? Why do you hate men playing baseball elsewhere? Don't don't you want them to have nice things? But no, you got room for the Dodgers. No, but that's why you room for the Dodgers, right? Right, right, right. Huh, huh, huh. We we, we like LA in these streets. Uh no. We are joined again for the second fantastic time, Mr. Brian Mangia. Brian, it's been a, it's been a little bit since the last time we talked. How have you been up to? Uh, keeping myself busy and trying to keep myself staying at the same time, but doing, doing, doing well. How about you guys? Doing good. Brian, Brian, my man, my man, Brian Magia, the goal. What's going What's on, brother? What's up, James? How's it going? It's been a while. It's been a while, and before we get all to the fun stuff, um, we, just, we do got to start with, um, obviously, the passing of the great Whitey Ford, and what were your thoughts about that, uh, that? Because he's been so instrumental to the past, present, and future of the Yankee organization. So, what was your thoughts on the passing of the great Whitey Ford? So, you almost a good thing I know my Yankee history. Because if I didn't, you would have caught me on guard. Whitey uh, <laughs> Ford, Whitey Ford, like, a good thing I also watched Yankeeography, because if it wasn't for that, I don't know what I would have said. Uh, Whitey Ford is a, is a legend. That's, I guess, what every Yankee pitcher, and I think I'm pretty sure he has a bunch of records that a bunch of Yankee pitchers haven't even reached, which is crazy to think. Um, uh, he was a, a winner. Uh, he was always like, from what I remember in Yankeeography and watching like uh, old Yankee games, he was always dominant. 
and he was always slim, and he just had an amazing way he pitched. Was always confident. You always, when you needed a big game win, you go to Whitey Ford, and it's very sad for the Yankee family. But, um, but yeah, he lived his, uh, a long and endured life, so that that was great to to see as well. And uh, before we talk more baseball. James, lead that discussion of, you know, some horrible team won an NBA Finals. Well, I don't know who, but... Well, well, let's talk about this. Obviously, the Los Angeles Lakers have just won the championship. Their 17th championship in franchise history. Tied with the Boston Celtics for the most championships in all of the NBA. So it kind of leads me to this question. I know you posed this, but I've got to ask you. For this fourth NBA championship for LeBron... What does that do for his legacy? Now he's won four. What does that do for his overall legacy? He's four and six in the title. In the in, in final. He's been uh, four. Yeah, I, oh my goodness. I, so I'm back and forth with this, right? LeBron, amazing player, and he's probably, and he, for, for me, and if you probably might agree or disagree, he's definitely the best player of our generation, right? For the last I would agree. Uh, yeah. 15 more agree. years or so. LeBron is number one, right? There's no one that yeah. can compare. Better to than Kobe? Yes. So in the last 15 years, 15 years. That's why I said before that, then it's Kobe, of course. It was the Kobe era. Listen, like, I would say growing up in basketball, I would say in my generation, it was Kobe. But if you're talking about the last 15 years, then you'd have to say LeBron is number one. And... Yeah. And that's that. And not to disrespect the great Kobe Bryant, but yes, Kobe was the closest thing to MJ. And you saw you saw a last act documentary. If you print yeah. out a Xerox copy of Michael Jordan, you're gonna get Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I think uh, I love Kobe yeah. and, and I am glad I was corrected. So Kobe, I consider number one of our generation, right? I'm talking about our direction. I was way too young when Jordan was playing, right? So, like, I got started liking basketball around seven, eight, or eight years old, and that's when he was playing against the Jazz, right? So, I don't remember that much of Jordan. I do remember when he was on, I remember my dad telling me, oh, MJ is playing against the Knicks. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I would watch, I would watch uh, when he was playing uh, the New Jersey Nets or the Knicks, and I remember that. I do remember that. And whatever he was on NBC or whatever channel it was on. But I, it, I was so young that I didn't really appreciate it until later, right? Uh, but as for Kobe, I could say, like, okay, Kobe was amazing. Like, this guy, he had it all. He was the closest to Jordan. And he was so competitive. Like, even I, I still watch, like, clips of him just doing interviews uh, with random people, and I'm like, Man, even his attitude was like Michael Jordan, right? He knew he was so great, he was so competitive that he wanted to to destroy you on the court, right? Uh, and and he did that. It's, it's just a shame that his career was cut short because of his injuries, right? And his Achilles and his leg and all that stuff. But um, I think he could have won one more title if he stayed healthy, right? And it's a shame that he didn't. Um, but LeBron, now you go back to your question about LeBron and his leg legacy. What does this do, that fourth championship? I was just looking at some stats uh, not too long ago, right? And I'm going to quote Ty Butler for this because he's the one who put it. LeBron's playoff resume, right? First in game, first in minutes, first in points, second in assists, first in wins, first in steals, second in triple doubles, second in three-pointers. 
four titles and four finals MVPs. Imagine how he puts. Imagine how much better he'd be with a killer instinct, right? Oh yeah. When I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, he's kind of right. Like LeBron is does all this. He's a he's a great all around player. But he still struggles shooting, right? And sometimes people get upset because he passes the ball like what he did to Danny Green. But MJ, but MJ also passed the ball. If you watch the last dance, he passed the ball in the last couple of minutes. He passed it to Bill Paxton and he's made the last shot. So, yeah, it's Steve Kerr. So it's just like, okay, like, you know. Yeah, but when it was. People around. When it was money time, though, Kobe and Michael took that shot. When it's money time, he has to pass it to Miller. He has to pass it to Allen. He's scared because he knows LeBron or LeBum knows if he shoots that ball. Now, he, he has made some pretty clutch shots throughout his career, so maybe he could do it anyway. Yeah. But he knows if he shoots that ball in a real clutch time and he misses, he's going to get killed. Killed. And, and... Look Look how soft mentally is. He complains about getting respect. Are you serious? He gives. He makes it happen for himself. And another thing I'll say, Michael Jordan would have never let the Mavericks happen. Never, never, ever, no. ever. So that is a forever uh, I stain, agree with that. and he is under 500 in championships. Yes, he does have four, but I'm sorry. If you're that good, how can you really be under 500? <laughs> you make a good point. Like it's 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 tough, right? That's what I'm saying. Like it's so tough to like go with LeBron. Is like some people consider him the goat, right? And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold it back, hold back, hold back. He's an amazing player. He's up there as probably one of the greatest players of all time, right? Uh, but he's not the GOAT. For me, still, it's Michael Jordan, right? Kobe yeah. Bryant, for me, could be close second just because if you watch his game, his dri- uh, like uh, the way he thinks, like I'm like, oh my gosh, who who's another Kobe like him? Like I was actually having this conversation with a close friend of mine. Like, who in the NBA has the Kobe mentality? Who has the Mamba mentality, right? Right. Uh, it's tough. Like, and it wins. Because the ones that do have it, like, I could think of some that do have but they just don't have the talent. Russell Westbrook, right, could be one. But he just doesn't, he doesn't make the players around him better, and he's not that. What about Kawhi? He's great. Kawhi has it, but he, he messed himself up lately. He should yeah. They should have beat the Nuggets. I don't know what happened there. I was he watching also, the games. I was like, "What are you? What are you doing?" He also, he also should have beaten the Heat that first time. When it, you know, you 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 forget in that in that series in that twenty thirteen series, they should the Spurs should have won that championship. The Spurs yes. should have won Game Six, <laughs> and Kawhi was on that team. I, I hope people don't hope people don't forget. Kawhi was on that team. Right. I'll still right. say I don't know why Greg Popovich kept taking kept taking Kim Duncan out, man. Three possessions. He takes him out two times. What are you doing? What is the point of that? <laughs> if he doesn't do that, the Spurs repeat because I I truly believe Tim Duncan gets one of those rebounds. I truly truly oh, believe yeah. that. Oh yeah. So what are you, 
It's like it's it's like what the Yankees did in Game Two. It's getting too cute. Oh gosh! It's getting oh, no. too cute. Oh. It's doing something stupid. And you're gonna touch the nerve, aren't you? You're gonna and touch the Yankees. another reason. Today. Another reason I didn't want the Lakers to win, because now you're gonna get a bunch of idiots trying <laughs> to compare him to Kobe. He's one away from Kobe, and now he's one away from Kobe. with three different teams, right? So that's the, that's something that Kobe wouldn't have done because Kobe stayed, right? He was loyal, right? And you thought there was times that he could have left, he could have gone to the Bulls. Kind of people sometimes forget about that, right? He could have gone to the Clippers or whatever it would be, be the case. Um, but he stayed, right? And Phil Jackson, uh, you know, play a role in that and different management and uh, so uh, Jerry Buss and all that stuff. So it, it but Kobe was loyal. Um, the comparison is hard because, like, LeBron, like, he had AD. Like, like now AD, if he stays, right, they could compete for maybe two or three more championships together, right? Um, mm-hmm. But now you got to think about the West is going to get stronger. I'm telling you, Dub City is going to be, be back, man. The East is going to be interesting because KD is back in Kyrie. But I don't trust Kyrie all the way because sometimes he always gets hurt, right? So you know he's going to oh, yeah. get hurt at one point of the season. Like, I feel like KD needs another help there. It's someone to help him out. Uh, shoot, uh, whether it be a shooting guard or a center. Well, they have that. But, like, someone has to develop into a great uh, all-star just to help Kevin Durant. Because I know Kyrie's going to get hurt again. Um, I, but yeah. that, the East is going to be super interesting. And now that Doc Rivers with the Sixers, I think that's going to help a lot. That's a very very underrated move. Like, I think because him, he's going to get in Embiid's head. He's going to get in Ben Simmons' head. And they're going to probably play better. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, this guy, you know, he had success. He actually won a championship. Um, You know, they're going to respect him more, right? I didn't think they expected what was his name, Brett Brown. I didn't think they respected him as much as they will respect Doc Rivers. Also, I just want to say... Kyrie Williams, who used to work on, used to be on ESPN, who now is doing his thing on Spotify. I know he's a big-time Nets fan. I hope you have fun, but it's going to be real disappointing when the Nets don't win the championship. So it, it, it's going to be real disappointing. Because I don't think the Nets are going to win a championship. I just don't. Like, maybe it's me. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Knicks fan. And no, I'm not leaving the Knicks no matter how terrible they are. It's, it's an abusive. I signed up for this abusive relationship. I'm just going to have to stick with it. But I just there's something about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, it's just, especially Kyrie. This this mm-hmm. dude is this dude is weird, man. He's very weird. He's, he's 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 a great talent. Don't get me wrong, he's a fantastic. He's arguably one of the top five, maybe top three best point guards in the NBA. His handles are insane. He made the he made the shot that kind of stayed LeBron's legacy over Steph Curry. Don't get me wrong, but. The thing is, is that there's something about that dude. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I just don't think that dude is just going to, it's just, you take that dude to win a championship? I, I, I don't see it, man. And also, Brian, I think that Kyrie and KD picked the perfect land spot in Brooklyn because they get all of New York without the headaches. 
could you imagine if he said the, the stuff that he said if he was on the Knicks? Oh, yeah. I know all the Knicks beat rep- uh, reporters and beat writers would crucify him. Uh, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be ugly. He'd be in the paper, the Daily News, of the New York Post every single day, right? Back page, front cover, whatever you want to call it. Kyrie said this in the Knicks. I was like, is, are the Knicks going to trade him? Can you... Basically, what the Jets are doing right now with Le'Veon Bell, right? Yeah, it's madness. But it's just—it's it, just being seen like a circus going on. And if, it, if Kyrie was with the Knicks, I'm glad he's not with the Knicks. And me and Gordon had these discussions. Like, do you want Kyrie with the Knicks? I'm like, nah, nah. like I, it, you, it was basically you get the package, right? You get Kyrie and you get KD. We wanted KD, but we, did you want Kyrie? Uh, you know, it, it, and you're right. He is a weird dude. <laughs> I couldn't disagree with that. Like the flat Earth theory, and then he uh, <laughs> talks bad about the Celtics, and then the Celtics actually have success when he's not playing. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, um, he's talented. Don't get me wrong, but when I think of like, okay, he's a he's a championship player. He's a championship caliber player. Kind of, but he needs that support from a big star. Yeah, he needs LeBron, and now he has KD. So, you know, he can't do it on his own. And another thing that was mentioned about LeBron earlier, you know, it's very clear. We all know why he went to the Heat. He needed the Heat. He needed to win a ring. Michael didn't do that. Kobe didn't do that. So how good really? How good really? This is a serious question. How good really is LeBron James? And then he went back to the Cavs. Why? They got Kyrie Irving. He goes to the Lakers. Why? They got Anthony Davis. So this is this is the kind of stuff. You're not gonna let me finish my point? You're not gonna let me finish? You just wanna ignore me? Do you really think? Do we really want to believe? Do we really want to believe in a world that he went to the Lakers without knowing AD was going to join him? Are are we really going to be this stupid? But didn't we all knew that he was going to go to the Lakers because apparently he wanted because of his film career and his businesses and his kids. That was the reason they went to LA. Okay, that that has to be part of it. But but but. If, come, come on, again, are we really trying to think that he didn't know AD, AD was going to join him? Do you think he truly goes there if, if AD never comes? I don't know because, I don't know. Go ahead. Right, right. He I, I don't know because, jumping. yeah, because there was rumors that Anthony Davis was thinking of, like, like I know the Knicks, they always said they were, like, pursuing oh, him. Man. He was not going to come to he was not gonna come to the Knicks, but there was other teams like they were like really trying to get him. I, I don't Who? remember correctly, but the free agent Chicago. Yeah, right. Chicago, right? He I was, was never going like, to Chicago. Sure. They weren't gonna win anything. He's from Chicago. It don't matter. He 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 didn't have a win. He wanted to win. Yeah, but they could pair him up with Jimmy Butler, and look how Jimmy Butler freaking played off in that in the finals. He was amazing. He right, right, but Jimmy left Chicago. No, he got traded. Jimmy got traded. He got traded. He, he, he still left. Paired up. He could. Yeah. He, he 
Trading list, he still has the team. But come on, you take away Anthony Davis from the Lakers series, they're not winning. That is true. That is true. So the point is, he he picks off of people. If LeBron stays in Cleveland, can we really say he, he, he doesn't have more than one ring? Is, is more than one ring possible? We'll never know. So that's the point. That's that's the point. And, and and this is why I'm glad the last dance came out because I gave these suckers, these LeBron fanboys, a real thing. And also, if if you really like LeBron, you you're a player fan, you're trash. You you was never a Heat fan. You was never a Cavs fan. You, you you're not a Laker fan. You're a LeBron fan. So what's going to happen when he retires? Are you are you now going to be a Bronny fan? Like that's horrible. That's that's garbage, man. Player fans, player fans are trash. Same same with all the people who left the Patriots or the Bucks. You was never a Patriot fan. You was a Tom Brady fan, and that's okay if you want to admit that. But you can't By the way, claim. Those fans are very quiet right now, aren't they? Listen, listen, it's been COVID, it's been COVID, it's, it's, it's been COVID, they lost the game they should have never lost, NFL, thank you, by the way, for that one, they got their bye week moved up, so, so, Brian, listen, listen, you came at me last time, I'm, I'm, I'm still not completely happy about that, do we really have to look, do we really have to go, go through that again? Win, 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 the Jets and Giants, win, win the Jets and Giants both suck. friends that were apparently big Patriots fans, and all of a sudden, not a peep. See, again, again, you just for my point, they was never a Patriot fan. They they was a Tom Brady fan, so which means they was not a real fan. If you're a player fan, I do like, not count you. You do not Patriots. matter. Brian C. this kid from, from my school, from college. He was apparently a huge Patriots fan. He even went to the Patriots parade a couple times, not mind you, right? And he's like, it's, it's the real season. The only sport I really care about. Patriot season. I haven't heard a peak. I have no another kid that is a terrible combination. He's a Yankee fan and a Patriots fan. I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah, I know. He sounds like and, an awesome gentleman. And he has not said anything. He's kept quiet. I'm like, okay, I'm, wait- I'm waiting. All right, Brian, you got to do yourself a favor. You got to cut these people loose. They are weighing you down. They are hazardous. They are hazardous to your health. They are a disgusting piece of vile trash. And you are too good of a person to to be have trash walking around you. So so you tell your wife, I, I want your wife to make you drop them. If you don't drop them, your your wife has to put you on the couch because it is not it is not good voodoo. You do not get to be around trash, and you have to drop that beat. You have to drop that beat so far, it goes to 20,000 miles of the earth. And if you're hearing this, and if you're one of those two friends, and if you're offended, I hope you're offended. Because you are disgusting human beings. And I am 100% serious when I say all this. I'm just saying, the observation I noticed in my social media, very excited about the Patriots season, very quiet now. And then they were a little happy when they got Cam Newton. And all of a sudden, it got really quiet. Nah, that oh, don't count, bro. They, they, they were never paid. Brian Hoyer, 
Brian Hoyer. Like, like Brian Hoyer's the guy, man. He was fantastic in that Chiefs game, man. Like, he, look at all those, like, he, he, he got, he got benched for Jared Phillips. Did big good, man. They only lost the game, and Buffalo happens to be the best team in the division. You know, it, it happens. Says the 0-5 it Giant fan. Sure, called, go ahead. It, it's called, Patriot fan, it's called humble yourself. Humble yourself. You've had your fun. You've been successful for the past 20 years. You've been the model consistency of the best franchise. It's over. Exactly. Okay. I haven't seen the championship since 2018. I'm struggling out here. Oh, All right? oh, 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 poor. I mean, you're struggling. Brian, you, you, don't, you know New York sports are struggling. They have not seen a championship since the, uh, since the 2012 Giants. That was the last yeah. we've seen. I don't want to hear his crap about struggling. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's so bad in New York sports right now. Um, it, it's terrible. You're going to talk to me about the Yankees, and then we went on this page. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, I was actually going to go on with the Yankees. So now, enough about the Patriots. The Patriots are, are irrelevant. Excuse now I'm going to talk about the Yankees. Brian, I know, I know, Brian, that I know right now that you're, you're still staying game five, tough loss. Brian Cashman, Brian Al Hal Steinberg was on the K-Show saying that he didn't think this season was a failure after hearing his comments on the K-Show. As a Yankee fan Ooh. yourself, what are your thoughts? I didn't listen to the full interview, so uh, I still have to listen to the podcast. I was taking okay. wow. I was doing a bunch of stuff. But, wow. but, I do, I was listening to all the stuff. I did listen to Aaron Boone's presser right after Game 5, right? He also was asked the same yeah. question. And he didn't like that. He's like, I don't, I don't like that you say that it was a failure. I don't want to use that word because there was a lot of things that did what went well and did it. So I'm going to use Gordon as an example here because me and Gordon have this discussion. We actually had this discussion today, and I was listening to a couple of clips of CC Sabathia's podcast with Brian Rucco, R2C2. Um, mm-hmm. The Yankees messed up. You're right. I think I don't know which one of you guys said it. The Yankees were playing cute. Right, me. They were in, like, yeah. in game two. They should have stayed with them, right? They should have kept him on. I don't know what the hell the brainiacs were saying. Put in half. Why? He's uh, he had a great regular season, right? Better than last year. But why would you go to half if Debbie Garcia just gave up one home run? You don't know what it could have happened afterwards. He could have been after that. Okay, I'm good. I'm calm. I'm dominant. Let me pitch four more innings for the Yankees, and then you go to the bullpen, right? That did we don't know. But another, I think of people are forgetting the turning point. Well, another turning point was game three, when the umpire was horrible, and Luke Boyd had two balls that were called strikes, right? Oh, yeah. And the bases were loaded, and I'm pretty sure there was one out. And, and then they're like, nope, that's a strike. I was like, really? It's like below his knees, and that's a strike. Okay, all right, all right. So the the umpires didn't want in that game. They didn't want the Yankees to win. Was this season a failure? Well, if, as a Yankee fan, we we're gonna say yes, it was because we expect them to win a championship every single year. But we got to think about this. Another great point that Allen made, I think, it was yesterday. The Yankees are the Rockets. The Yankees are the Houston Rockets. And when he said that, it hit me to my core because they're so great in the regular season, and when they get to the playoffs. They choke, right? Oh. And and the thing that bothered me about these Yankees is like, okay, where was Aaron Judge? Where was Luke Boyd? Right? We always criticize Giancarlo Stanton, but he was amazing during this playoff run, right? 
Gary Sanchez has to go, right? He's, he's done. Uh, unless the only hope for Gary Sanchez is if you bring back Tony Pena as like a catcher consultant or something like that. Because that's the only time he was good, when he was there and Joe Girardi. And I feel like Tony Pena knew and understand what he was going through. But ever since he left, and everybody keeps forgetting about Tony Pena, he hasn't been the same, right? Uh, I don't know what to say about, like, what, what if this if the Yankees could get better next year. They're going to have to bring back DJ LeMayo. If they, if, if they don't bring him back, there will be riots among Yankee fans, right? Um, uh, and I was looking at, I think I was looking at the post, you could uh, correct me, Kratz is a free agent, Half is a free agent, Tanaka is a free agent, yeah. all these players, right? Uh, I would bring out Kratz for one more year, because I want him to be in charge of Debbie, right? That's your I personal agree. catcher, Debbie, okay? I and agree. he works really well with him. Just keep him for one year, because he's older, He's I think he's 40, so just keep him for one year, that's it. Yeah, he's going to be 41 next year. Um, okay. and I, so, and I just saw from Yes Network that tomorrow at 12 p.m. on Yes, Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman are going to be speaking, so we'll, we'll probably hopefully get some answers, and, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, I wonder what they will say, they'll probably talk about Gary Sanchez and what they're going to do with him, who's your game two starter now, uh, they're, they're not bringing, I don't think they'll bring back Tanaka. Uh, yeah, I hope you want not. He'd be better than anything you get after the ground. So they'll probably mention read, injuries. I who's read. having surgeries? You know, you know, forty man stuff, and then they'll talk about the season. That's how those usually go. And they keep well, teasing I, about like Tanaka's gonna need like a surgery or somewhat, and he doesn't. Then they give him injections, and he's fine. Pretty much. Um, but I I also read, guys, that um, Japan off, might offer Tanaka a deal, so he might return to Japan. But I, I want to propose something to you, Brian. This is something I thought of, and Kate and Michael Kate said this too. And I want to get your opinion on this about what the Yankees sh- should do. Doesn't mean that they will, but it's a suggestion. Obviously, you bring back DJ LeMayu. I think that's a no-brainer. I yes. think that Luke Voigt. I think you trade Luke Boyd. And before Yankee fans say, how could you trade Luke Boyd? He had a monster season. His value right now is probably going to be as high as it can. You can probably get back a, a, a top quality start in pitching and some arms because you need, you need bullpen length. I think you sign a shortstop, which, you know, whichever you prefer, maybe Didi, who knows. And then you move DJ to first. You put Torres at second. You decide what you do with the catching situation. And if you trade Boyd, you'll probably get a number two, and then you'll probably slot three, and then you can decide your rotation from there. So then you'll have an infield. You decide what to do with the catching situation. You probably decide maybe you let Gardner walk. Maybe. Please let him bring go. him back, depending on what oh, you decide to do. And then uh, and after, uh, you let Gardner go, and Clint becomes your starting left fielder. Yeah, and I want to see what he can do for a full season. And you have Stan as your DH. So I think that alone, I think your lineup becomes improved. That would also change the mentality of the Yankees. You have your certain power hitters in Judge. Instead, you have your two power bats. But you also have a balance of contact guys and power. Because you need a balance in your lineup. You can't always have a home run or bust mentality. The Yankees have a problem with situational hitting. And if you have a balanced lineup... 
and a good starting rotation, then I could have more confidence in Because right now, with the team that they have, it's going to be the same thing. If they're going to make the playoffs and probably lose, whether it's the divisional round or the wild card round or the championship round, and they won't win the World Series. If they do that, I think I would feel a lot better about the Yankees' champions. You said a lot there, man. <laughs> I'm trying to follow along. So you said put DJ LeMayo at first, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Put DJ LeMayo at first. Put, and then Glaber at second, which I completely agree with, and bring back DD for shortstop. Yeah. Or whoever. It be, it or whoever. Matter. You have a lot of options. You even have Correa, but I don't want Correa. He has a punchable face. Nah. I, I really do. I, okay I, I think Correa is gonna. I think Correa is gonna be a Met. I think I, I can see him being a Met. <laughs> you can see him going to the Mets. Interesting. Yep, I can see it. I can Ooh, see there's it. Enough, I can see there's it. like I, I, there's like big five five big names that are in shortstop are free agents this year. I think. Yeah, and Springer's a free agent too. I can see. I can see the Mets honestly going. Oh and, and assuming that Steve Cohen, assuming that Steve Cohen takes over, he gets voted in. And Alderson is the guy. I can see the Mets going after um, JT Riamunto. I can see them going after Correa. And I can see them going after Springer. And I think that would make the Mets actually more better because their lab would be acting more balanced. And you'll have Dom Smith. And you'll have Peter Alonso. And you'll have McNeil. That would be an interesting lineup. Oh, that's a that's an all-star lineup right there if you think about it. <laughs> that's that, that lineup alone for the Mets can win them the National League. Well, you think, but something always happens with the Mets. <laughs> All right, so free agent shortstops. Why are you picking on Dave Rothenberg? Free agent shortstops, Didi, Marcus Simeon, Andleton Simmons, Freddie Galvis, Jose Iglesias, Denny Hurt, Hechevarria, and that's it for big names. Crazy Echeverria. Um, they like talk highly about him now. And he was with the Yankees too. <laughs> um, or was it the Mets? Yeah, and he was a little bit with the Mets too. Uh, it's it's just crazy. Like it's gonna be a very interesting year. Um, this off season is basically the turning point for the Yankees, right? Who are they gonna bring? They they can't. I know everybody says they're pitching. They need the starting pitching. Their starting pitching was good. The starting pitching was good. It wasn't like, oh, they were getting blown out in the playoffs. No, the, the starting pitching was just, you just said it, James. They didn't hit. They didn't, a situational hitting, they just, they got destroyed, right? They, they got to Shane Bieber, right? Uh, which everybody's like, oh, he was the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, he was amazing. They got to him. But for some reason, uh, Tampa is their kryptonite right now. And Tampa just knows how to hit. And their pitching is, a, uh, is the best. Um, Look what they're I doing see them going to the World Series, of course. They're, they're already two games up against Houston. Yeah. So, but um, it, I, I wanted to see Tampa versus, well, I didn't want to. I wanted to see the Yankees versus the, the Dodgers in the World Series. But that's oh. not going to happen. Now it's probably going to be maybe Tampa and I don't want to say Atlanta because Atlanta's winning right now. But That's right. 6 nothing. top of the six men on second base. Uh, and I don't know why the, the Dodgers didn't start uh, Kershaw in game two. I don't know what's going His on. His back's spasm, so he's not starting tomorrow. He might start game four. Maybe. Oh, God. Yeah. He, oh, he, my goodness. He was on the field around 3 o'clock, you know, trying to warm up because he was supposed to start tonight, but that's why. So he's had back spasms okay. many, many times before that. Okay, gotcha. 
that makes sense. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just a mess right now with the Yankees. Uh, I do like James' lineup though. Just thinking about that, training Luke Boyd. Ooh, who would you trade him to? It depends on who, 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 whoever gives you the best offer, whichever offer you can get. If you can get a starting pitcher, because or you can get bullpen arms. That's someone who I trade to. It doesn't matter who, as long as you can get, as long as you can get something for him. That's what I now. Now, James, what would you do with Andujar? I would honest, I would probably trade him with Boyd. He's not he's not getting his job back. I'm sorry. No. He's not getting no. his job back. No, he's he's not. Not. He, he, someone on the Kenny show who called in I think it's a chance for me to simply because um, you know the the Eastern connections and the it's it's the Mets next to him need a South Fielder. Nemo's a corner outfitter. He's not a side dealer. All right, and last question. Um, does if the Mets win the World Series, Hal Stein, what's the first thing that Hal Steinbrenner will do? Um, that's a great question. If the Mets win the World Series, the first thing Hal Steinbrenner will do, well, I know he won't be at the parade. Um, and, um, I would say the first thing he does is he calls everybody down to Tampa uh, and and has a mess firing. Oh, gotcha. Well, this has been great with the great Kevin Kernan. Um, Kevin, man, thank you for all the work you do, especially with Ball 9. Um, keep up the good work, man, and thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come on. And we'd love to have you again real soon to talk about the offseason. Yeah, be good, and uh, thanks for having me as always. Great questions, you guys uh, keep me engaged. And, and also, you know, when, when I was babbling on the first time you had me on, I was just babbling. Oh, I would say about 90% of what I said came true, so uh, maybe the Yankees should listen to me a little bit. And, Absolutely. and the Dodgers are trying to come back. It is now 8-6, bottom of the ninth, <sighs> two outs. All right, fellas, take care. You too. You too, man. Bye-bye. Great interview with Brian Munguia. Great interview with Kevin Kernan, as always. But unfortunately, sometimes, and, you know, maybe some some parts of me just wants to maybe try something else besides Anchor. Sometimes, you know, I'll go to stop the recording and save it. And every now and again, this doesn't happen a lot, a lot, but, but, the recording goes away. Sometimes I'm able to recover it, and maybe I should just try to save money for a laptop. Maybe we'll consider about that, um, but I only got the first half of Brian McGee's interview, and this kind of sucks because I put a lot of effort, a lot of effort, into getting guests, you know, which is what happened with the first time ever talking to the great Michael Mike Lindsay. Um, now, now we did interview him again, and nothing bad happened. Uh, we interviewed the wonderful Super Bowl champion, former New England Patriot Jarvis Green. Great interview, never got heard. 
And this is now the second time with the new device. So it doesn't happen a lot. But it happens every once in a while to where it just sucks. And the fact that Mark Melanson has to come now in this game after sitting down. I will not be shocked if the Dodgers somehow just, even though even though there's two outs. Yeah, I, I would not Dodger be shocked if bang, the Dodgers baby. come Dodger and win that. But bang. we don't want that. We do not need that. We need the Braves to so hold on. Two more strikes. Let's go. Um, but so nah, so there was bang. there was a lot a lot that was said. Kevin made great points. A great story on Whitey Ford. You know, saying how he wants he originally wanted the Yankees to give Judge a contract earlier on and saying how you know you you guys did hear his his a full minute of him speaking but that was like literally the last two questions of rapid fire you know but he said so much good stuff and you know about how DJ's a workhorse and it's just one of those great interviews that we we got to hear it and so many good points and how he thinks you know they should try to put Glaber at their base because he got the body for it and how you know how embarrassing would it be if maybe the Mets ended up doing a couple things and they wouldn't before the Yankees do imagine that how would Hal Steinbrenner feel yeah um that would be embarrassing. Um, he also made a good point. He thinks that the Braves, uh, Braves, he thinks the Braves will win the World Series. He doesn't think that the Yankees will sign DJ. Um, he do think that the Yankees will re-sign DJ LeMayu. I meant to say he, he didn't think the Yankees will sign Didi Gregorius. Sorry. He doesn't think the Yankees will sign Didi Gregorius. So sorry, Ashley. He doesn't see the Yankees bringing back Didi because the numbers guys said that they don't like his swing approach. Also, Mungir also mentioned that he is not a fan of Gary Sanchez. He also is not a fan of having uh, Guardy Party coming back because he thinks the Guardy Party should stop. He's a big fan of Clint Frazier. He also believes that the New York Islanders will be the first team to win a championship. So we we love oh it out in these and Clint and um oh and Cody Bellinger hits a clutch hit and it's eight to seven. Eight to seven Braves. What I say. This is awesome. This is what we call Dodger Gang Don't Bang. This is what we love out in these cards, man. Screw the Braves. Screw the Braves. We we don't like the Braves out in these streets. Man's it's playing baseball elsewhere. I am so so Sorry, Braves Marla, Braves, Braves Ashlyn, Braves Emily. When you hear this, you have all my permissions to get a Black Reaper 52 on Twitter or or Dark Knight 025 on Instagram. And because he's speaking blasphemous right now. He is saying so much awful things to the Lena Braves. How dare you and, and the funny part is though they can't take out Melanson because of the three batter minimum rules so that that is awesome 
AJ Pollock trying to be a hero, but you know, Mom should just get a hit and tie the game. But you know, but yes, um, Munguia thinks the Islanders will be the person to win a championship. He says Islanders, Brooklyn Nets, and then the New York Yankees. That's what he thinks. So I wish we could have had the full interview for you guys, but you know, unfortunately, we will probably discuss about getting a laptop for future references. We'll probably that's probably something that will be in the discussions. But uh. We want to give this to you guys. And the game is over. The Braves hold on to win 8-7. Let's so go 2-0 lead. That is what we like. It, it made us think, you know, but thank, thank God that home run was had because otherwise we'd be going the extras and we don't need that out here. We don't need the Dodgers fans having hope. False hope isn't cool. You know, Dodger fans... You know, whether you're obsessed with the Dodgers, whether you're obsessed with seeing Los Angeles sports, I don't know. You know, sometimes obsessions ain't cool. So, if you're an obsessed per- fan of the Dodgers, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you gotta rethink things because you obviously have an obsession on, on a wrong team and you need to stop being obsessed. Being obsessed with stuff is not cool. It's, it's actually pretty unhealthy. So, if you're obsessed with the Dodgers, let's just say, you're a bad person. Um, go so so take that for what you will. Go Astros, one nothing, top of the fifth, and I think we like that in these parts. You know, let let's yeah, let the yeah. Rays do bad bad things because a lot of people, just like Kevin said, a lot of people probably wouldn't care about this World Series if it's Rays Braves. Really, really, do, is that what we want to see? No, we want to see. Astros Braves because let's face it we're not seeing Astros Dodgers because the Dodgers suck the Dodgers are trash the Braves are basically saying you suck you're garbage and my man Freddie Freeman stay hot giving free bombs out here you don't gotta pay any money for these bombs they are free and you're doing it for Charlie you're making Chelsea happy who's carrying twins so I'm sure that's gonna be you know a lot of a lot of work on her already and guys, Joe Buck spent the whole fantastic minute talking about Charlie on the broadcast. I thought that was great. I thought that was fantastic. And we love seeing that out here. We love free bombs. No one wants to pay for bombs. So we want we need to keep seeing more free bombs. And again, Kevin Kernan is so smart. So fantastic. And another thing that he said, you know... He didn't just be there just right for the paper. He watched the games. He watched the workouts. He said a fantastic story to where one time it was it was after workout, Talkman and DJ was on the field, and Mike Talkman, hey, let's have some fun. Let's go shag some fly balls. And DJ's like, no, I got work to do. And he would constantly take ground balls. Second, third base, first base. DJ's a warrior. So, hey. How? You sign this guy. You do not let DJ LeMay go for anybody. You have to keep him here. And if you lose DJ LeMay, the best piece of the team, the best. And, and Kevin said him and Judge are the two key factors. But I've been saying DJ is more valuable than Judge. If you lose DJ and he goes to another team, that is going to be the worst thing 
the Yankees have let happen in the, in the past 20 years. I, I agree. And also, Jose Urquida is looking fantastic, man. He's mowing down the Tampa Bay Rays lineup one one by one. So, so if this holds, as um, the Houston Astros are back in this thing, baby. So, unfortunately, Dodger gang, don't bang for all the upset Dodger fans. It don't look good for you. It don't look good for you. I just don't know what to say, man. And one and two and last quick things to recap the fantastic interviews. And I wish our listeners were able to, to hear this. But unfortunately, and of course, we mentioned the last five minutes with Brian. We mentioned how the Jets released Le'Veon Bell. We got the fresh Absolutely. reaction. I, You and Brian, I don't even think saw it because you sounded so shocked. No. So that... That's another great content. So, tomorrow, now now maybe it might not be bought for a couple of weeks, but I promise you, the laptop's looking will be looked at because this is a mess. This cannot keep happening because not only is it a waste of my hard work, you know, I don't want guests thinking, hey, am I really going to spend time Talking to these smart, talented people. But maybe other people might not be here. So I want to take care of this problem. Because I because I think this is a pretty big problem. So Anchor, I, I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you do that. But you got you got to get yourself back together. Are you, are you going to invest in a laptop, sir? I mean... Is that, is that what we're going with? I'm... I mean, I mean, ho- hopefully my smart, charm, charming, amazing, great co-host will will will, will go have these on that. But but we'll we'll look at prices. We'll we'll figure it out. You know, because because my, my my amazing co-host is such a bright young man in this game. You know, you know he's he's oh he's he's a six foot king. I've I've heard he's godlike. I've heard, and he's a smart man. Who knows his hockey? He's he's a he's he's a smart Nick fan. You know the Knicks. The Knicks do great things. They're, uh, they're talented. Uh, they're amazing. You know. You know uh-huh. the, the Islanders uh-huh. are great. They're fantastic. They just got uh-huh. to the Eastern Conference uh-huh. Finals. And uh, uh, yeah. you know, you know, he's he's of course a smart Yankee fan. A very smart Yankee fan. And let's not forget his Giants. He knows his Giants. He's a good, big, big, big Giant fan. Loves him some Saquon. I mean that Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. Um, sucking up does not impress me. But... <laughs> We, I, I, All I, I did was say factual stuff, man. What do you mean? What's what's sucking up? I never heard of sucking up. What's sucking up? But, 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 there are things that we'll, I'll take into account, and I'll revisit with some of the members of my board, and I'll talk to I'll talk to my agents, and then they'll <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit this when the time is right. But, uh, guys, fantastic interview with the great. Brian Mungia and the great Kevin Curtin. We're glad to hear them, but again, 
these are things that have to be have to be heard, have to be listened. And also, he did mention a big thing that Billy Bean will no longer be running the Oakland running the Oakland A's. So A's have new management. And to recap from last night, AJ Hinch is very much highly regarded with the Chicago White Sox, and Carr could likely return to the Red Sox. Were reported by Nick's favorite guy, his favorite guy on Twitter. The oh, great, and he calls him great all the time. Oh God, Jerry Carabas. Don't don't lie to the people. Like to don't make these people think Anything, think I like Jerry Carabas. What do you have to say? Well, to end this, we're talking about the great. He calls him great. Oh my Jared God. Carabas. Go, go. So apparently, James wants to lie now. He he <laughs> he wants to say things that are not true when there is a title dedicated. To Joe's McFly arrow, Jared Carabas. So, so sure. Let's play this game where apparently I'm a Jared Carabas <laughs> fan, but I think Jared Carabas can go scratch. Although he did say something pretty smart earlier, because how Steinbrenner mentioned how Herman is gonna have to show contrition. And show that he changed. But then Jared mentioned. Of how. You know. Because Chatton's here. And that whole situation. Even though the other day. Jared said he put a gun at his girlfriend. That's not true. The report was. He went into the garage. Locked the garage. Shot the gun at a mattress. So at least. If you're gonna say stuff like that. Don't make lies. But then he did say today, which was good. But apparently if you throw 100 miles per hour. And then of course, because he's Jared Carabas. He also makes the dig too. But save regular season games. You know, so so I so I do agree. You Even though also, this happened in 2016. It's about to be 2021. So, maybe Chapman did change. A lot can happen in five years. So, this is recent with Herman. I mean, think about it. What happens to him, happens to him. He goes on Instagram Live and smiles three weeks later. So, I think the two, even though they're the same category, it's slightly different. So, Jared, you are, without a doubt, not only a clown. You're not great. You have okay moments. You're like Aaron Judge. You have moments. Moments. But that's it. And that is how we will end the show. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hopefully the situation gets handled. We're going to see if Houston can hold on to beat the Rays. As, as mentioned earlier, the, um, the um, sorry, Houston can hold on to beat the Rays. And mentioned for Nick's favorite, the Braves country defeated Dodger gang. And if you're an obsessed Dodger fan, well, it is what it is. We'll be back again tomorrow, guys. Yes, sir.